this is so dumb. <clears throat> we didn't have to do that, actually. Yeah, we, no, we didn't have to do that. We're all, going, <laughs> we're all going into the same device. That's why I was like, okay, well, hey, welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I'm Colin Parker. Uh, and I'm Alex Taylor. And this is our podcast all about us doing what we can do to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. This is our first episode in the same room together. And hello. with us today, we have a very special guest. Would you like to say hello? Hey, hello. What's, <laughs> what's up, guys? It's Graham. I'm in this video for real for once. <laughs> pull, pull your pull oh, your microphone up to your face go. like a big boy. Like a big boy, so I can okay. actually be heard. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, normally, Graham, we start off our podcast with some pleasantries. Mm-hmm. So, how are you boys doing? It's the holiday season. It's been fun. Yeah. Merry Candle Nights. Merry or happy Candle, candle nights. nights. Happy Holidays. Um, at the time of recording this, this is still the candle. Well, I guess technically candle night season can go whenever you want it to be. That's true. Um, this will be our very first episode of the new year. So yeah. happy new year, gentlemen. Ooh, happy 2018. We made it, guys. We, well, well barely. But well, we hopefully made it. we make it. Yeah. Well, with everything oh, else being true. terrible, I mean, I'm glad we can. Yeah. Do so, uh, something. what have you guys been up to recently? Oh, well, Graham, if you want to start. Uh, I've been traveling, visiting relatives, uh, just doing the typical holiday stuff. Um, gotta, gotta go down to where all my other relatives live in Southwest Virginia and nice. visit them and I don't know, lots of traveling, but you know what? Now I'm, I'm home. So it's lots of relaxing, not doing anything. I've been applying for jobs. Ugh. Cause I guess I, I graduate next semester and I'm, I want somewhere to work after yeah. college. Yeah, same. So yeah. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Well, um, as it is a holiday season, been spending a lot of time with family taking a break from things i tend to get so stuck in like trying to figure out what i'm doing that i tend to not do anything at all so it's mostly just been trying to clear my palate and just sometimes that's the best recess. thing just yeah. not doing anything right exactly. i agree <laughs> um oh, go ahead. No, i was gonna say i i definitely agree with that um you know for me uh the holidays have been a little weird this year yeah mm-hmm. um a lot of just kind of like personal life stuff happening all at the same time um you know, just to name one of them, uh, on the same day that we recorded this episode, my final grandparent that was still alive, unfortunately, passed away. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely a little bit of a shell shock, even though, you know, we kind of, kind of expected it to happen somewhat soon. You know, okay. um, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, um, and it's, uh, it's a very cruel disease, you know, and, um, in the end, like, it's hard because, you know, you know that they're not here anymore, but I also know that, like, I think it was, made a little bit easier by the fact that you know we kind of knew that she wasn't fully there anymore and like i just wanted her to be comfortable and okay of course um and you know but on the flip side of that you know some of these personal problems and stuff like that um from around this holiday season it has become clearer to me than it has been in the past that i sometimes put too many things on my plate uh sometimes my eyes are bigger than my stomach um, you know, I recently spoke, um, at, uh, Graham and my former high school to some students about how, you know, different ways that theater has, uh, impacted me or how music has impacted me, depending on the different talk that I was there for. Yeah. But see, I was just talking to a bunch of nerds about college and calculus. Right. And <laughs> um, but one of the things that I'd said was that, you know, I have taken the improv, you know, the first rule of improv and applied it to my life, you know, and I've been a very yes and person. Um, but I've been a little bit too much. Yes. And, um, and that has definitely caused some, some, some big problems. So kind of on a similar note to you, I've, I've been recently, I've been, I literally just within the past 24 hours have cut back on some stuff and, you know, uh, decided some things that I won't be doing anymore. Um, I'm going to try and find a way to condense other schedules together, um, so that I can, have as much open time as I can for the people in my life that matter. Um, because I think that it's possible that not just one person, but I think many people have probably sometimes felt like I've been too busy and too busy for them. And, you know, that's never the case of what I want it to seem like, you know. It's, it's just good uh, to find a balance in life, of course. Yeah. It's that thing of, um, you know, I, I've i always felt like if I'm not constantly doing something that I'm stagnant, you know, that I, yeah, that I'm not improving. So, like, I try to add more stuff. But sometimes I think it is nice to just have some time, uh, whether it's just to yourself or time to be with the people around you. For instance, you two, you know, yeah. you know, I need to get a glass of water because I'm like, 
You have so, a whole cup of coffee, okay. Colin. <laughs> well, no, that's like that. Oh, yeah, I think that's the problem. It's like. Yeah. Now, welcome to the Graham and Alex. Ha, I got show. rid of him. It's my podcast now. So what do we? All right. So what? What are we? What are we doing? What are we talking I don't about? No, what, what's uh, uh? Let's do a podcast on. Um, yeah, so uh, this is the C- Colin Parker Power Hour. We were discussing what Colin is doing every hour of every minute. Right now, he is walking right back to the table like with he, a whole he, he glass of water. He has plenty of oranges in his uh, counter area. Actually, fun fact, I hate oranges. Really? Yes, I hate they oranges. Hate my, you. Parents, my parents like oranges. <laughs> we are currently in the kitchen table area of my parents' house. That's the table. Do you always you have to get a, Knock uh, on a wood? real tree? Yes. Christmas? I prefer real trees, and I think that I'm one of the few people who do, but, you know. Well, they are – I've become more of a real tree fan because – well, so my parents were very much so the fake tree mm. kind of Oh, so people. now you're a Christmas rebel. Yes. Well, now I'm a Christmas rebel. So um, every year we would pull the Christmas corpse from the um, crawl space. <laughs> like that thing was like literally – the parts were like literally in a body bag. So we'd pull them up from the crawl space and put the whole thing together. But now it's, you know, like I can appreciate the – the nice smell of a exactly I think a, of like a fresh tree and like the I think the, the family component of like decor okay. of like cutting it down yeah. decorating the tree I was and say, then the, the smell is a out. big perk for me I like I like the smell of pine trees mm-hmm. um where I mean like Same. I don't know fake trees I mean they're easy they don't make a mess they're I guess more cost effective in the long run bad maybe. for the environment bad for the environment well that's yeah. negative there you go but I don't know there's there's certainly a charm to getting a real tree. So we talked a little bit about what we've been recently doing, but are there any projects that we've been working on, um, or any projects rather that you have been working on specifically? Oh, Graham. Well, so um, in spite or just kind of like uh, it was actually last week. Um, the show I run on Unlocked, the anime book club, I kind of did like a, a thank you video or kind of like a, a conclusion, like, hey, this is this is a, a, a our first milestone, our season one, so. The finale, so to call, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, where I basically just said thank you to everyone that's been a part of it so far. And I also asked for a lot of input and like suggestions from the audience and from people that watch. Um, and there have been a lot of suggestions for basically more shows and more content, more things that like I can put out or, uh, at least sort of help start on the, the, the page itself. Um, so I'm looking to add a couple more shows or at least like help start up and maybe start like a small network of like shows on Unlocked that they already kind of have going. Can I make yeah. a request for a new show? What is your What is your idea for a new show? I would like an episode by episode breakdown of the original Pokemon series, like Indigo yes. Plateau, maybe mm. through Johto, but after that, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, I'll include Orange Island in there, even though Tracy was clearly like trying to replace Brock, and it did could, not work. No, just not, no one ever could. You know what? I am see what, what I kind of want to do is I want to get. Like unlock just hit. We're over like thirteen thousand members. Oh. Now I know a lot of those people are probably like people that joined and then like probably aren't. We've maybe like a thousand or two thousand active members. I want to start up like I, and I know there are other people out there that have. I don't know or or can certainly like do what I do, make videos, edit and all that stuff. And I'm sure the people that would love to do that sort of stuff. So I I don't know. I kind of want to find like a partner in crime on the page. That like I don't know, I could bounce ideas off because I feel like I'm kind of just floating out there. Like <laughs> the only other people that make videos on Unlocked are the VAs and stuff that are uh, like part of the admin group. Yeah, so. that I I do like that. I think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of on a similar note, you know, we've been talking about. I mean, we actually just kind of talked about it just a second ago, but there are ideas for shows that we have that we want to get done once we're both graduated from college and yeah, home and able to be all in the same room and kind of constantly working on stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any projects that you have been working on, Alex? Yeah, a couple. So, well, so with regards to our own network, I've been working on editing a video. So we have a program called Culture Shock where it's like reviews and interviews and stuff. And a little while ago, I did an interview with an artist down in, I think, South Carolina um, by the name of Victoria Watkins. So like I've had all the audio. I'm getting video from her and it's been editing down. It's like separate interview episodes so we can put stuff up, bring up more awareness to different people, build connections. Um, 
She's actually starting a podcast. I don't have the name for that, but I will make sure to get that for the next one. Um, I've also been working on songwriting and um, production a bit. So I've been working on songwriting for a bit, but it's kind of been all over the place. But my, the way my my current uh, – I don't want to say – I'm trying to find a more cheeky way to say approach. I guess my current uh, – what's like a scheme is like to focus, start with like the writing, the lyrics and whatever I get down is what I'm done with. And then start with setting them from there. And the goal is to create a catalog, some song catalog of songs that I can then pick and choose like, okay, so I like this, don't like that, like this, like this, like this, send them all to get copyrighted and then arrange them out, put a band together and then have a set of songs. Right. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I'm working on is synthesis. So, well, not, not just synthesis, but like electronic music production. So I recently got a book called The Secrets of Dance, Dance Music Production. It was recommended by a YouTuber by the name of Bo Beats. He's a Swedish um, electronic musician, does a lot of like reviews, interviews, all other kind of stuff. And he recommended a book called The Secrets of Dance Music Production. And there's this one chapter I've, I've been focusing on, on synthesis. And the idea is to get more acquainted with the gear you have. And well, to get more acquainted with the gear you have, instead of like constantly buying stuff and not getting good at anything, like just focus on what you have, get good at it, and then if you need something else, go from there. But otherwise, just get good with what, get good at what you have. Um, projects that I'm working on, uh, obviously, include this, um, the series that we're working on right now that we're literally recording. Mm -hmm. um, as we announced in the last episode, we have just uh, announced a podcast network. Um, you know, and we have, uh, other than our show, we have four other shows currently on our network. Um, we do have a few other people who are kind of interested, who are kind of trying to kind of see, test the waters a little bit. Uh, because I mean, again, some of these shows are brand new, um, but also so are we. So I think that, you know, uh, you know, something that Jordan Reed of Spooky Spouses had said recently was that, you know, they were very flattered and very excited to get started in something that was kind of on the ground level. Um, because that kind of, I think... It's a cool thing to do because you kind of get to watch the progress from the inside. Mm -hmm. um, but I also get that for some people, something that's brand new can be a little bit more, uh, not unstable, but a little bit more, yeah, yeah uh, daunting. daunting because like, you know, you don't know how much work maybe you might have to put into it. Whereas if there's something that's fully, in, you know, in, in, uh, in, encountered, fully d discovered, then you're just kind of being placed into a yeah. an empty slot in a previously made piece of furniture kind of thing, um, you know, like onto a shelf rather that like you fit perfectly, um, as opposed to saying, "Here's my thing. Can you build a shelf around me?" You yeah. Know? Um, other things uh, that I'm working on include uh, finishing up my you know last semester of mm -hmm. college. Um, we want to start something called the Ladcast, but I don't know if we're going to start that this semester or when we. All graduate, but yeah. we have something for the four founding fathers of uh, Scavengers Network. Yeah, I've also been in thinking about my own podcast regarding looks like songwriting and music arranging, mm -hmm. but that's still kind of on the ground floor. So right. we'll keep you updated as that progresses. Awesome. Yeah. So Graham, we've mm -hmm. talked a lot about the book club slash anime <laughs> book club, but we haven't actually talked about. I did not just say the word right. I just said avent instead of haven't. Good lord. Um, I do words good. Um, I mean, it is around the holiday time, so advent. Avent? I guess. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like British, like, I, oh, happy uh, Christmas. I haven't heard from you. All right. You know, no. But um, yeah, so uh, Graham, can you tell us what the Anime Book Club is and also tell us a little bit about the, uh, you know, anime oh. unlocked that you do? And keep show telling on. me about how good the music is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so, okay, so I guess starting with, the, I guess, the, the broad umbrella, Anime Unlocked is a, it started off as a Facebook page, and it is now also an app, um, founded by, uh, Bryce Pappenbrook and David Vincent, which, it, it's, uh, first of all, it's just, it's, it's a page slash app created by voice actors to kind of be like a, uh, a mode of communication or kind of just a, a medium, yeah, medium, not a mode, well, <laughs> um, the median, yeah, the, exactly, that's what I was saying, average. <laughs> It's your average everyday collection yep. of voice actors that reach out that talk yep. to the common man, and that that that's the whole point. Is that like it's it's sort of a place for fans of of English dub voice actors and actresses to kind of just communicate with the uh, the actors and actresses, and I don't know. And also, just, it's a place for us to hang out, post about weeby stuff, and socialize amongst ourselves. Well, there are also like voice actors and actresses who make like these cool videos. Um, Sheremy does her love and lights; they are wonderful. Like. Um, and now like it's, it's Monday. 
Yep. Confessionals was a fantastic series. I hope there's a season two. Um, and now it's turned into a, uh, an app where the, the VAs and stuff can, can stream and it, it's very similar to Periscope. Um, but I mean, it's, it's created by voice actors for and actresses. <laughs> I always try to make sure I, I, I include both. Um, as like a, uh, I don't know, a place to kind of communicate and hang out with, um, us fans. Um, and I'm re- like right now, the app is only out for iOS, but, I know it's coming out for Android soon. I, it's probably shortly after the holidays. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not on the dev team, uh, but I don't know. So at least, so <clears throat> I guess myself then, um, I'm just a fan that had this. Well, so first of all, you two are the ones that always kind of nagged at me. It's like, hey, Graham, you're a weeb. Why don't you do like a book club for like the Scavengers Network and stuff? And I'm like, guys, like, why would I do that? Like. No one would watch it. It'd just be me talking to you guys who don't know anything and, uh, and me just kind of, I don't know. So, and then when unlocked, it, it was someone on unlocked specifically said like, Hey, why don't we do a book club or something? And like, I was kind of past the torch of like, Hey, Graham, why don't you like send like a message to the admins or something talking about it? So I contact one of the mods. He contacts one of the admins. The admins like, yeah, we think this is great. Why not? I'm like, Awesome. Like, cool. Glad that, to put this out the idea out there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Graham, we want you to host it and we want you to make videos for it. And I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this wasn't exactly what I had in mind, but I love the direction it's taken. Um, I love being the host. It's been a fantastic opportunity for myself. Um, because the admins also get me, uh, put me in touch with VAs and stuff for the shows that we watch. So whenever we watch a show, um, for the most part, like, I think there's been a couple with, with, with short timelines and stuff. It's not always possible to get a guest, mm-hmm. but for the, the vast majority of the, of the videos, we've almost always had a, a VA or a director, someone that worked on the video to just make a short little clip, talk about it, and then also stream on the, on, on the unlocked app and talk about the show and stuff. And it's, nice. it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, a really great experience for myself. I'm extremely thankful that I don't know. I, I, they haven't kicked me off yet. <laughs> That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I guess we're getting a season two. I, I alluded to the whole, like, we've, I've been making these videos. I just put up my 24th video for them. Um, again, that's what I'm kind of calling the end of season one, my little air quotes there. Um, and I'm looking forward to, an, I don't know, uh, 2018 and another season of this. And I don't know. It, it's been a fun little side project. Like, I do all the stuff for the Scavengers Network, making videos. You guys do most of the editing. Like, I've, after we record stuff, I, I don't have as much to do. So this has been a fantastic project for me to take on, to learn some editing skills, to learn how to sit in front of a camera and talk to into a mic and stuff by myself. And yeah. and the editing has been a really a big, I don't know, growth, I don't know, portion for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's been a very good opportunity for you to build a brand as an individual and especially to establish your own series around that kind of image that you're trying to create. Boy, that sounds right. like a great segue. Yeah, it does sound like yeah. a great segue, Tom, Mr. Parker. Uh, I was just going to say, I th- my one qualm with your show, Yes, um, I-, I love the show. I've seen almost every single episode. Really? Every now and then when I'm like a little busy, like I'll say, oh, I'll come back and watch this, mm. and sometimes I forget. But then I That's can never remember which one I've missed because, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that, uh, I don't get me wrong, Anime uh, Book Club, Great name. The original show name that I gave you, I still believe to this day, is a stronger title, and that show was Granime. So, the thing is, like, I do agree, Granime is a pretty nice name, but you know what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. I, I just Graminé. No, it's Granime. But Granime makes more sense, because then his name no, is Graham. It's, it's, like when you, it's like when you take um two, what are they called, like two... Celebrities and you mash their names together. Well, yeah, it's but like, then, it's, then what is his name? Grand Thompson. Yeah, it, it's G- well, so it'd be G R A N I. Oh, I was, I was doing G R A H, and then like Grant. Oh, so Grant. Oh, Grant. Okay. Oh, okay. So like Grant there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Part of the show is the idea of that we're all people who are under the age of thirty, and we're trying to kind of figure out where we're going in this world, where we're going to make our mark. Um, whether we all make it to the 30 under 30 list or not, the only way that you get there is by actively, like, actively, um, you know, working towards something, mm-hmm. um, working towards building something because that's what 
gets people to notice you and that's what gets you on those lists, mm-hmm. right? None of these people are just like kids who were just like, hey, here's a Twitter campaign to put me as a journey under uh, 30 under 30, never done anything in my life, right? Like that doesn't happen. Um, so, you know, people clearly have paths that they take. Um, so, um, you know, branding um, and having a individual image is huge for all these people. Um, in the very first week, you know, I spoke about um, Sarah Austin, who uh, was someone who basically like they live streamed and they kind of showed kind of like what their personal life was like. But what they were also doing was was kind of crashing these big tech parties and discussing the tech world and kind of giving an inside view on these things, right? Um, and so people like that, or Donald Glover, for instance, who his brand is him, like everything he does, even if he plays another character in like a show or something like that, everything ties back to him and his abilities. Like, you know, everything is... Uh, Everything that he does is branded basically into his personal brand. Everything ties into him and his personal look. Like nothing ever is like, wow, that's totally different for him. Yeah. Right? Which mm-hmm. would be fine. But again, it's that idea of like you want to be able to look at a project and go, that's Donald Glover. Like, I, I know that that's his thing. Or along with that, there's also the idea of helping other people build their own brand. Like and in a previous episode, we had talked about Natalie Lynn Bruss mm-hmm. working with IDPR and how she basically saved Pee Wee Herman's career. Right. So I feel like also with the anime book club, you're not – I mean obviously if people are already – into or if they're aware of this they're already aware of like certain voice actors that they like but then mm-hmm. it's also the opportunity to bring awareness to other voice actors as well and create these kind of moments where okay oh th- th- there was this anime and then they had this person oh and this is what that person is like or this is how they feel about these certain topics right. i was gonna say i think the the best compliment i got on my thank you video was someone that said like this this vid- this this whole series has been very like informative for me like i've been introduced to shows that I would have never watched and turned out to really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Same. like, and seeing something like that. And I was just like, you know what? I, one person got something out of this, two people, yeah. like whatever. Uh, if, if, if one person gets something out of the videos I make, then you know what? It was worth something. <laughs> so, so I was just gonna say, so like my question about all this though, right. Is like, you know, Obviously, a lot of this has been trial and error, right? Oh, you know, like, yes. Um, even though, you know, we used to joke about what Granime would be, um, and then obviously evolved into the anime book club. Still Granime. Um, <laughs> it, that's the subtitle. It's in like super small text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, if you look at your intro, if you look at your intro video, it actually says Granime somewhere on that screen. I'm just going to give you a little heads up. <clears throat> it is like 0.5 font, but it is on that screen. Wait, now I'm going to have to go look for it. <laughs> I never um, but, uh, yeah, so, my my thing though is that you know you clearly took an idea mm-hmm. and you said this isn't just about me but you have to be the host right so you have to have some sort of image and ability to sit down like you said and sit in front of a camera and talk for a while about all your different things because you you can't really be a host if you can't have if you or rather if you don't have any skills of being chutzpah. personable yeah mm-hmm. chutzpah Get that, get that chutzpah in you, you know? Um, so, you know, how, how has that journey for you been? Like, and how did you kind of come across it? Like, where did you find all this? Well, and how like, are you keeping it under 30? <laughs> no? Didn't know. That okay. happens every, that happens year to year until he hits age 30. That's the answer. Well, you know, like when I made the thank you video, I went back and rewatched the first video I made and God, it was, it wasn't as bad as I remember. Like, I had this super kind of, like, I don't know, perception that my first video, I was just stone-faced and super awkward. I wasn't that bad in my first no. video. The first video, like, I I took, I did plenty of takes. And you know what? That is my number one, like, uh, uh, like I don't know, benefit is that by not doing this live, I can do a, a hundred takes and one of them is bound to be usable. Um, and but But I have made strides. I have definitely, like... I've gotten better at just like there, there will be times now where if I'm doing takes and stuff, my first take will be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if I flub over a word or if I just say something wrong or if I just go down a train of thought that leads nowhere, I'm going to stop recompose myself and do it again. But like, I feel like a lot of things have become more organic. I've definitely learned to, to speak. I don't know, like my, have my words flow together and it's, it's, it all comes with practice. Certainly. We actually do the same thing. I mean, like, there's going to be an example right here because I had to clear my throat just as I went to say something. Um, but 
you know, the thing is that like sometimes we flub something so big that I'm like, we can't keep that sentence. Like it, I mean, it's not because it's like embarrassing to us. It's just more of like, it was not a coherent thought. Yeah. We have to like, we have to try that again, you know? Or it was just really embarrassing. Like when I tried to say my name is Alexander Taylor. And yeah. it, it, we, that, that was, I think was the last episode when we had like yes. four takes of the intro. Yeah, we, we, the, on the last episode that we put out, we literally like had to start it multiple times. And part of it was that like the very first take came from like, we hadn't done it in a while, and I was like, how do I actually say Like, obviously, I know what those what words are, are like. Words? I know what those words are, but it's like, how do I say it? Because, like, there is a cadence to it. Yeah. There Welcome is a to Jody. I do Live, oh my God. Live entertainment is, is, is terrible to have to create. And then, of course, just, like, along the process, I've had plenty of hiccups and, like, learning experiences with Filmora, which is what mm-hmm. I use. Um, and, like... <laughs> Especially like exporting, like sometimes like it'll just it'll do a thing where like I'll I'll set up the video the way I want it, I'll export it, and it'll be something completely different. I'm like, Fomor, why are you doing this? <laughs> Actually, so with the interview that we did, there was a moment where like I had watched through the whole video. <laughs> I forgot about this, and then oh, you yeah. had mentioned, okay, so why does the audio jump back to why does it jump back to this? And yeah. I watched it's like, wait, why did that happen? And then it like just, the timeline just like mm-hmm. completely like skipped. I was like, what the heck just happened? Yep, yeah, it's so, literally for like six seconds. Yeah. All of a sudden, the, hello, Graham Thompson, how are you? I'm doing great. And then suddenly it's back to the correct audio with the correct video. Yeah. And it's made no sense. Just, I don't even know how that happened. I, I'm extremely happy with the software. It, for It's a good price for what I get. It just, it just has the weirdest flub sometimes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then there are ways to work around that. And the biggest mm-hmm. thing is just learning how to get around that. Like, especially yeah. if you know, okay, so now if I have this bit of video, I can stretch this. And then that'll, because then when you edit video it'll automatically jump i don't know if there's a way to turn that off but just getting around ways to or defining shortcuts in order to get around Mm -hmm. the limitations Mm -hmm. of the program yeah so um and the last question we'll ask before we move on to your presentation graham um we're talking about (laughs) branding and like individuals you know um within series and stuff like Mm -hmm. that you were someone who didn't really do social media that much uh, I mean, like, you would be on Facebook here and there, but, like, especially mm-hmm. things like Twitter, right? You, like, were almost never on there. And, like, I was like, I'm going to follow you. And you said, you're not going to be following much. <laughs> but once you started doing this video series, yeah. I noticed that your activity suddenly started to increase. So, you know, how has, you know, being more uh, active on social media and on multiple platforms been beneficial to you and your series? Well, so yeah, for the longest time, I was just someone that kind of just lurked on Facebook. I didn't do Reddit. I didn't do Twitter. I didn't do a lot of like social media. Um, but honestly, yeah, I mean, the, I've, I've, I've kind of found a home at Anime Unlocked. Like it's, it's a really, really nice group of people. I love the admins. I love the mods. Um, there are people that I just recognize their face or at least their, their name and their profile picture. It always throws me for a loop when they change their profile picture. It's like, I got to get used to that, whatever. But like, um, I don't know. I found a real home there. Like it, it's, it's a place that I'm, I'm very like, I don't know, kind of comfortable with. And I'm, I, I love posting. I love commenting because everyone there is just like, it, it's like going to a convention where everyone there is like, you all know you're into the same stuff. You like the same shows, the same fandoms, the same whatever. Like, so there's immediately that, that just like breath of relief of, I know I have something in common with everyone on this page. Um, and then in terms of Twitter, uh, Twitter was the same case. I, I got Twitter about two years ago. Um, and again, I purely just lurked. I, I followed people. I would like stuff. I would go on there for whatever memes, jokes, sports, whatever. Um, but then as like, I don't know, basically as the book club has kind of expanded and grown and stuff, I, I follow everyone that I have on the show. Like as soon as I have them on the show, like I, I follow them on Twitter and it turns out that they are just as lovely on social media as they were on the show. Like some of the people I've had the chance to interview, like talk with, um, have correspondences with, they're all wonderful people and they're all extremely funny on social media and stuff. And they post stuff that's relevant to me and that I find entertaining and funny. So like, I don't know. I've kind of just, I've my definitely, definitely Twitter has most certainly grown with the book club. Um, it's also just grown as unlocked as a, as a kind of a brand has grown. Um, I'm, I follow and have correspondence with several of the admins, the mods. Heck, I play Overwatch with some of the mods now because nice. <laughs> they're just great people. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's been a very growing experience that's 
I don't know. It, it certainly like shaped my social media experience over the past year or so. It's been, I don't know, it's been fun. Good. You've heard of the episodes. Yes, I have. You know what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, everybody, we have a special treat for you. Uh, Alex and I are going to basically judge Graham on his performance here. Well, we, we judge him all the time, but now we actually have criteria for it. Like, I literally have a, I have like a check, right. checks and like squares and like, did he achieve this adequately? Right. Was it satisfactory? And actually, I don't, but I'm just. I'm going to fail. Anime book, uh, sorry, anime unlocked you. Like, what you guys need to realize is that, like, there's a reason why we fire him all the time. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you guys so haven't noticed buddy. this yet, ooh, I feel yeah. bad for you. You guys need to start looking into this guy a little Bryce, bit more. Don't, don't listen to them, please. But when you do, we have two other hosts that would be perfectly capable of taking this place. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I love voice acting. I've always wanted to be a voice actor. Um, so, you know, hit me up. I'll, yeah, I'll can, talk to y'all. I can do all of like w- one voice that sounds like slightly different every time. <laughs> no. All right. Graham. All right. Like we said, you know our format. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason Graham is on this is that, you know, Alex and I are kind of working our way from the beginning to the current. Um, but just recently they listed the upcoming years, 30, or actually rather this year's technically, mm, yeah. cause the first episode 2018. So they just listed the 2018 people. And there was, uh, a particular person on that list that you were like, I love this person and I want to talk about them on your show. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to want you to wait like five years before we get to that year. <laughs> so let's, you know, let's kind of get you on now and you can start talking about them. So All right. Graham. What do you got for us this week? So I've been talking about voice actors and actresses this whole time, and I'm going to go in a completely different direction. Um, and I uh, have a, a YouTuber slash streamer to talk about. So is this where I need to do my, my pitch? Yes. Yeah. All right. Nice. You know the format. Good. Check there. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So nowadays, like... A very, very, like, I don't know, essential part of our, um, like, culture, especially for, for young adults and teenagers, has become video games. And people look for more than just, like, I don't know, streamers and YouTubers that are extremely talented. People look for entertainers. People look for people that um, can, like, you can sit down, watch one of their videos, and just laugh and enjoy them. And that is what William Tucker Boner does. Um, he is a longtime YouTuber and streamer that certainly brings... Like the comedy. He is extremely entertaining and very intelligent when it comes to the internet, um, like brand, branding as well as. Okay. Well, that's my floor. So thank you. All right. Oh, 30 seconds. I'm, well, actually, I'm still on 22. You're doing like one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi, but I'm, I'm watching this. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm okay. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and that's why you should hire William Tucker Boner. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. 24. 24. As, as the doors are starting to close, you're like, that's why you should hire this guy. <laughs> His name is Tucker Boner, please. That's his actual name. It's Boner. Graham, <laughs> we don't do dirty jokes on this show. That's we only do dumb jokes on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm full of those too. All right. Yeah. Let me I'm just shift gears real quick. You can make jokes about boners all day long if you want. Just know that because we are in my parents' house, my mother is about 30 feet away from us. His full name, yes, is, is William Tucker Boner. Um, he primarily goes by Tucker, um, but his, I don't know, his, his YouTube and streamer name is, is, uh, Jericho. Um, and funny enough to, I mean, all of us Marylanders, he was born and grew up just outside of Baltimore, Maryland. He's a Maryland boy, um, that went to college in North Carolina, um, and, basically dropped out to move out to California to do YouTubing streaming full time. Um, he started doing YouTube and stuff in high school. Um, it picked up and it got to a point where he's like, I can support myself doing this. This is during the golden age of YouTube when that was actually possible. Um, and he has done most of the, uh, the major milestones or he's hit most of the major milestones that Mm -hmm. YouTubers nowadays have. He has over a million subs on YouTube. Um, he has 975,000 subs on Twitch. um, He's been doing YouTube for over eight years now. Wow. Um, but I mean, Whoa. over, over the past, like, a, a, exactly. He hit YouTube during the period, like, when it was actually, like, viable. Um, and he has since made the transition to Twitch, um, where for a time he was in the top 10. I believe he hit number seven in most Whoa. subs. Wow. So the, the man's been very successful in terms of, like, uh, streaming and whatnot. Um, and gaming's always been his number one source of content. He's done, like, He's also done fan parodies as well as like skits, um, but he always goes back to video games where he's played a variety of games, um, but 
ahead uh, of all of them. Call of Duty is where he got started, and he always drifts back there every, like, whatever, September or right. whenever. Whenever they have the new ones come yep. out. Real quick, can I ask a quick question? So sure. you said that he hits, like, the se- like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And, like, is it just for streaming subs or, like, for YouTube subs? Uh, on, on Twitch for okay, subs. Twitch. Um, and he's always, uh, like, he also does various things with, like, he, I believe he's, he's been, he's had partnerships with Monsters. Monster Energy is one of his biggest ones. Um, but he, I mean, he's been sponsored by Tostitos, Dope. uh, Razor. Cool. Um, very cool sounding name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Extreme. Yeah. I'm just, and, I made that and one. Magic. And I believe one of the main reasons, <laughs> one of the main reasons he, the he, uh, he appeared on Forbes 30 and 30 is with the launch of each new Call of Duty game, um, himself as well as T. Martin, Gold Glove, Hutch, Vern Notice, um, they've started this first live stream days. called, uh, The Race, which originally, like the first iteration was just them goofing around and just wanting to be the first people to get to the, the, the max prestige, max level Ram, in the new Call of Duty game. Yes. Did you just play the race card? Ha <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Great joke. Thank you. I'll be here all week. They, well, you'll live here. This is their title. Right, no, I'm reading off the script I have here. <laughs> well, and it's really so. It's really cool to hear that YouTubers that have been around for a while are finding new ways to innovate. So, like, I've right. been mm-hmm. primarily well. So, out of the YouTubers you mentioned, more like more mm-hmm. of a fan of Hutch and maybe a oh, little yeah. bit of Gold Glove. I was about to say, Hutch has been around in the Call of Duty environment for. He was one of the like the 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 one. One of the original Machinimas. Yeah, right. well, so him yeah. with as well as like with C Nanners yep. and Sark. Yep. So actually, so on Machinima, they had a show called A Machinima Inbox. So first mm-hmm. it was Hutch, C Nanners, and Mr. Sark, who I'm more of a fan of. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, C Nanners and Hutch left, right? Yeah. I believe Sark also left too. I well, mean, no, Machinima so- crashed. <laughs> well, they did. Well, yeah. But Sark continued. He brought APL mm-hmm. Fisher on right. for a little mm-hmm. bit as, as well. But it's nice to see that. As for as much as the YouTube landscape, or as much as like the online entertainment landscape is changing, people are still finding ways to innovate and to mm-hmm. still um, create new. I mean, I, I think I know what you're it's saying. Fresh yeah. content is what it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, right. It feels feels new. Yeah, um, and you know something that we've talked about, I think, a lot on this show, and also just like on our network, is kind of like the idea of, um, you know, I mean. Don't get me wrong, even the even though Twitch and like streaming and stuff like that with just one person may seem like it's just a one person job, mm. art in general is not a one person thing. Like not at it all. is always mm. there's always other people involved. And so I think that like I think a lot of streamers uh are now starting to or, or even just people who do like let's plays are starting to see the uh the benefit in collaborating with others. I mean like mm. honestly, like the let's play family yeah, you know, is a, I think it's a, I think it's a huge example of that because mm. like Achievement Hunter was big, you know, Funhouse mm-hmm. was starting to get big, but like by adding people like Caltrop, uh, Game Attack, uh, Cry Creatures, yes. uh, the Creatures, well, the RIP, um, yeah. and, uh, 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 Laser Beam yes, and like, Laser you know, all those other people, like, you know, getting in these other people who just kind of keep your, your content fresh and keep their content fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and also something that we've talked about before here as well is that like, you never know when like, Someone who watches your show, for instance, may come and hear this episode and then go, whoa, I actually really like this podcast. And they start listening to this. Yep. But then someone who listens to us might go, oh, I actually really am a huge weeb. I love anime. <laughs> Let me hit up this Anime Unlocked Facebook group and see his show. Yeah. You know, so like that idea of collaboration brings in mm-hmm. more potential markets for each person. Well, and something you had mentioned before, so at least with like the – kind of i guess part of the curtain behind like our goals with the network so like building awareness like that's why we started culture shock to right. interview people and like build connections like okay so there's this other podcast there are these artists and other things and also making connections because like say with um you you open that initial like connect or that initial conversation mm-hmm. that can lead on to fur- further interactions like say exactly. if we reach out to commission art for something like say um yep had for doing our icons mm-hmm. yes i was gonna say i mean like you know and alex brings up a really good point and it's something that we've talked about also like off mic you know the three of us also with michael and with other people huh off mic. Well, you, you, I mean, it's funny you uh, stole my joke <laughs> sorry um i just realized that after i said it but like you know the thing is that like you know, with um, with Mycicle and you know the the three of us and other people. That's another classic that internet joke. Yep. Um, you know the Mike, Mike, Mike. the thing is that like marketing anything 
Um, you know, there, there's all sorts of different things that you can do, but there's three major steps that you have to do. Um, and I think we may have mentioned it on this show before, but essentially those three steps are, you know, creating awareness. The second step is, uh, create connections or make connections mm-hmm. rather. Um, and then the third step is monetizing on those connections. But monetize, I think, sometimes gets like a dirty eye. Like it doesn't always necessarily mean you're getting money from people. The way that we monetize on this podcast, you know, is getting people's attention. Is like people pay for this show with their attention. You know, to like they spend their free time listening to us. Yeah, that's very much the same for your show, right? So like Mm -hmm. you have this this product that you're going out there and you're creating an awareness by constantly posting about it, getting polls, getting people excited about it. Yep. You make connections by talking with people and like getting them pumped for whatever that next show is. And then when that next episode drops, because people have now watched that show all the way through or the first season or whatever it is that like that current week is, you know, then you have all three of those steps for each episode. But then you also have this overarching one of the same same style. Yep. Yeah. And then I don't know. And then there, there's just a level of like also providing like consistency. Like people like to see I don't know, like consistent entertainment, consistent mm-hmm. like videos, like uh series. Um if you if you start doing something to put it out every week to right. like I don't know. That that that's a great way to build a foundation of a or build a like I said, a following and then to slowly build it over time. Um I don't know. Uh <laughs> Tucker is a very like I mean like I said like he's he's been doing this for eight years now mm-hmm. and things have changed like he has bounced around he's done several different video series he's doing a, a cooking series right now which is completely like in a different direction than what he normally does but it's been funny because it's just him in front of a camera making food um, I don't know he, he's like there 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 are times to like to start new things to just but always be doing things that you enjoy because I don't know if if, if you're enjoying what you're doing it makes the most, like, it, it's easy to make. Now, <laughs> you know, something that you were talking about, though, was you know, the consistency in a mm-hmm. schedule. And, you know, to kind of tie it all back into other things, like, you know, we keep to a consistent schedule for when we release our episodes. Mm-hmm. You keep to a consistent schedule for when you release your stuff. The people on our network, uh, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure they've been consistent on their schedule. Um, you know, I haven't. Some some of the shows have been on a little bit longer, so I'm still working through the backlog of everyone. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I think that consistency is like kind of like what you said is very key because, <clears throat> sorry, um, you know, if someone knows that you stream every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central, right? At 8 p.m. Central, everyone is there. Mm-hmm. Type tap tap tap. It's like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, haven't seen you in a week. Oh, yeah, I had whatever. You know, like people start, you know, talking on there, and you know, community starts to build around that consistent yeah, level. Yeah. I guess my 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 final things about, about about Tucker here is that like, um, at least at least on the I, the criteria to appear as a Forbes thirty or the thirty, like I feel like kind of it's it's there is some consistency, but it's kind of just like. Uh, different people get on there for different reasons. Yes. Um. And I mean, like I said, Tucker's had posted some impressive numbers. Um. He's had some very good feats. He's never really been the biggest streamer or YouTuber, but I mean, the consistency's always been there. He's always been like towards the top, doing whatever. Um. But I feel like one of his, I mean, the crowning achievements was like the race, where, like I said, at first it started out as a a fun little let's just stream and be the first people to get to max level, whatever. Right. But then like Activision. Or I don't know if Activision approached them or they approached Activision and said, hey, we want to turn this into a fundraiser. And both sides were just like, yeah, this is this is awesome. So they they've over the past, I think, I don't know if it's past two or past three years, um, they've partnered with the Call of Duty endowments um, to make, turn the race into a charity where in this most recent year. They raised over five hundred thousand dollars for um for military veterans to oh. um to support putting them in in uh in good careers mm-hmm. um getting them good good jobs after they get back from the military helping them get like reacclimated to like yeah. normal society for lack of a better yep. term and I mean like I said and they, and they raised five hundred thousand dollars which I yeah. mean is awesome I yeah. mean granted he's not the only one that's a part of the race but he was one of the I guess founding fathers I guess mm-hmm. um he's one of the people that helped started and turned into what it is um it is today um and i mean it's like that that in itself having a charity that raises five hundred thousand dollars 
I don't know what they did last year. I know it wasn't as impressive, but I mean, like, it's just like with the extra life stream, the Rooster Teeth, right. it's only getting bigger. And this year was a hundred, a hundred, sorry, $1.2 million. Which is I mean, crazy. Which is nuts oh. for a child hospital. Yeah. Children's yeah. hospital. Sorry, and I mean, like, child. and like just only like, one kid can go to his <laughs> hospital. <laughs> it's crazy for a child to yeah. make that much. I know. And I mean, like, and there, there's, I mean, uh, who knows how many more years they'll, I mean, as long as Call of Duty is being released, they'll probably continue right. doing this because I think it's an awesome fundraiser. Yeah. People love it. Um, and I mean, the other thing is that even if Call of Duty stops, those types of games have been mm-hmm. coming out since like I was like two. Yep. I mean, so like they there will always something. be another game of that yep. style that you can help use as a platform to create an awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so man, you did a really good job. Um, I put some check marks on here. I'll be sending in my <laughs> survey monkey to you soon. Oh, dear. Most of the things were strongly agree as far as like the, the things that like I thought you did well on. There were a couple of neutrals. Only mm. one didn't agree. Mm. Uh, I'm kidding. There was no <laughs> didn't agree. But uh, to kind of tie this in, usually, as you know, at the end, we kind of talk about lessons that we learned and mm-hmm. like what we can apply to our futures. Um, so for me, what I kind of learned from this, right, is – and this actually also, once again, ties back to some of the conversations that I was telling you earlier that I had with uh, current students at the schools that we used to go to that have kind of asked to talk to, you know, basically adults but that aren't like quote unquote old mm-hmm. you know so they don't feel like because we're like hey look we get you like we're we're still in it a little bit also our school is what like 13 years old yeah like alumni from that school yeah. aren't that old to begin with <laughs> i'm so thankful that you said that because everyone else when i was at one point when i was like i'm 26 some kids were like damn and i was like what is well, your yeah, deal yeah. i was like i'm not that old like jesus yeah. christ um something that we had talked about especially for the music kids is that mm-hmm. um is that Sometimes it's not about being the best. It's about being good, but also putting yourself out there and having a network of people that uh, networking in general is very important because um, – and so we actually talked about this I think either last episode or two episodes ago yeah. where we said that, you know, for instance, there's a guy who – no, it was last episode where a guy couldn't do a gig – and suggested me. And then right? you ended up getting his gigs. For a then, while, yeah, yeah, yeah until yeah. I left and stuff like that. But, like, it's that thing, right? Is that there are people and opportunities that sometimes come up because of the fact that someone goes, I know this person and I can vouch for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why that guy was so big. Because you said that he's not the biggest. But the thing is that he's very diversified. So yep. people from all uh, all sorts of places can say, I know this guy and I like this mm-hmm. guy. Oh, I like him too, but I like him for this. And that kind of culminates and they go, well, clearly he's doing something right because all sorts of markets are into him. Along with that. So uh, on the topic of connections, so part of the reason why I'm doing so much teaching is actually because Mr. Parker and recommended me for the position that I have now at the uh, Laurel Music Store. Mm-hmm. And to kind of tie that or I guess like to extrapolate from there, like this teaching job has then gotten me other teaching jobs, which is now like primarily been what's been supporting me right so i guess like as a real world connection on my end Mm -hmm. so yeah there you go so how would you say that you could apply all these things to like your stuff whether it's what we do here out of the network you know that you're a part of or through anime unlocked or even just for like something maybe new that you want to do outside of both well i definitely feel like i mean you nailed it like uh the two biggest things I would definitely take from from Tucker here is, I mean, networking and being consistent and like, <laughs> and I guess doing what you love. That's also, I mean, that's a, that's a third thing. If you're if you got all three of those, if you can incorporate all three of those into whatever your brand is, whatever you're building, hey, I mean, you're gonna go places. So I guess on my end, like, <laughs> I mean, the networking part is kind of given to me, or it's at least like, it's it's extremely like. Because it's like a, it's a part of the outline of your show, and the the admins at Unlocked are my my middleman. They are right. they are my <laughs> uh, they are my my form of networking. They get to introduce me to to, to people. To they get me connections. Um, they have been wonderful. Like there's there's no way I would be able to do the things and like put on the show that I I, I produce without their help. They yeah. are amazing, and. But then again, on the other two things, like consistency, like I, I like to keep a, a very strict schedule. I always make sure I have my, my video edited, exported, ready to upload on time and always putting out video every Sunday. And, um, because that, that's what the audience like looks for is, is for a, a reliable, consistent 
upload. And then doing what I love, I mean, like, hey, I get to, my, my job is to watch shows, uh, write questions, mm-hmm. ask the questions, and then answer them myself. Like, <laughs> like that is, it is so far down my alley that it is not even work. It is, it is something fun. It is something creative that I can put forth my effort, put my effort towards. Right. Um, and just, and knock it all out. It's, it's, it's been fun. It's, it doesn't feel like work. It's been a, uh, a, I've, I've learned some cool skills along the way. I've met some cool people. I, I have a funny story. We can maybe edit this out or put it in, depending on time. But on my most recent stream, someone wrote, uh, basically a short story called Graham's adventure where he just wrote a story about me that incorporated all in like a bunch of the shows we had watched on the book club and stuff. And it got to a point where he made a direct reference to a character played by David Vincent. Um, and as I'm reading this and everything, I'm just like, yeah. And so then the, there's the sailor uniform and it's talking and stuff. And then I go like, are you, are you a fan of David Vincent? And then at that moment, as I'm streaming and stuff, David Vincent was in chat and says, I love where this is going. And I'm just like, wait a second, David Vincent's here. <laughs> and That's I funny. just broke down laughing and everyone in chat just like, oh my God, that was perfect. And just like, <laughs> I had a little moment there with uh, <laughs> a fun little happening with David Vincent. Yeah. Perfect timing could not have been, I don't know, written any better. Um, and it's just like, those are the little moments that, First of all, someone in the, my little community, the, in the Unlocked community, wrote that. Uh, I presented it, and <laughs> someone we referenced in it saw it, laughed, thought it was funny, and like commented on it. So like that in- experience in its own is something truly kind of like it's it's magical. It's it's fantastic. It's what <laughs> am I? I don't know. It's 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 a fun little story that I don't know. I can hold on to. Yeah. And I hope there's plenty more of those down the line. I'm sure there will. <laughs> Definitely. So I think this is a pretty good spot to leave it. I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Graham? Hey, I've left you guys with a lot of useless information about voice actors and actresses <laughs> and William Tucker Boner. So sure, if you guys go out William, there and have fun. Yeah, I, I had a joke there, but it didn't pan out. Anyway, <laughs> so um, please be sure to check out our other shows here on the Scavengers Network, such as Culture Shock, our news reviews and interview show about the arts world. You can find those videos, uh, you know, on our YouTube. Uh, you can also find all of the podcasts that are on our network on whatever podcast app that you may use. Um, now you can find me personally on Twitter at Colin M. Parker. You can also find me on Twitter at A T A Y L zero. Hey, and you can find me on Twitter at G R R R A H A M T. Thanks for joining us here on Journey Under 30. Have fun. I'm Colin Parker. I'm Alex Taylor. And I'm Graham Thompson. And I'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you on the boards. I'll see you in my dreams. <laughs>